the way that I was envisioning it when she was describing it was the, everything was pink. The hallway is pink. The doors are pink. There's just numbers on the doors. And like, the, it, it's like you're behind the set, like you're behind the scene. Like the hallway itself isn't dressed up and fancy at all. And you're like, there's just a bunch of doors that all look the same. And you're like, open. You're like, oh, that's not the master suite. That's the jungle. Close. <laughs> open the next one. Oh, that's not the master suite. We that's to Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, we're in Jumanji now. <laughs> Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, love, big ask. Like, well, not actually, it's not that big. It's actually really simple, but I don't like to ask for help. And this is me asking for help. <laughs> um, we are on a mission to make this podcast in the ears of as many people as possible. And, yes. that, and you actually are a very integral part of that. Yeah, 100%. So here's what I need you to do. Even if you are not listening to us on the Apple podcast. Um, if you could do me a big favor, go into the show notes below, click the link and write a review, like a written review of the podcast, you know, say what you want to say, but write it. Yeah. And more words is better than few words. Yeah. Like, you know, be honest and with more words and, <laughs> and screenshot that, send it to us. We have prizes we're going to give away and everything, but it's just a really big ass. We're on a mission to a hundred written reviews. So yep. if you look on it and it's like, oh, she's got 65. That's not enough. Actually, we need your help. We need your help. So thank you. And now onto the episode. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the hilarious convo I had with Renee Dick in our last episode. It was hilarious. It, it was. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. She's so funny. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. So, you know, because it was so funny, I'm going to say definitely do that this time. Um, oh, yeah. But then yeah, you sure should listen to it. Yeah. If you haven't. Oh, yeah. I think everything will make a lot more sense. She just has so many gems. So anyways, that happened on Monday, uh, Renee's, uh, episode came out, but this whole week has been week one of the hundred with me challenge. And I'm so freaking stoked. It is fire. I mean, every time we do this challenge, it's always a lot of fun, but this particular one, we have over 200 and I think it's like 215 people who've signed up and they're epic and they're all focusing so much on them because the theme is me, myself and I, and on habits. And, um, you know, we, we hit the day on Sunday with like, ah, just like so much goodness <laughs> with and, what? Ah, and, uh, <laughs> it was so fun. It was our anniversary. And some people who were also celebrating their anniversary were there people who were visiting Italy joined us on their vacation. We, yeah. It was just really cool. Love I love that. That's even an option. I know. I know me too. So, you know, we had so many, but it's been, it's week one and, um, this is the fun week. This is where there's a lot of excitement and motivation, but this is also where I'm, I'm working on troubleshooting with them. What may or may not be working and how they create habits. And so this totally. is my favorite part. And then, you know, um, it's what we, it's all the stuff that we're really proud of at OPC, the community and the support. So anyways, I just had to share 
that's what I'm excited about right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> um, anyways. Well, it, it, it is really, uh, it's a fun group. We have, obviously we have more people in the challenge uh, this time than we ever have, which meant we had more people live in class than we've ever had. And that was also really fun. Lots of dogs and, you know, babies and people in the background and all the things because I watch it while I'm, you know, making sure everything's happening right. Um, and uh, some fun questions at the end and great conversations during the hang. So uh, and then we have a the Facebook group with everybody is on fire. It's like really cool. Even people though- are excited in introducing themselves and meeting other people. Oh, yeah. They're supporting each other, which is exactly what the group is for, even though day day two. They didn't have access to that group. It was, but I, you know, it was so crazy. Cause like, of course people thought this is, this who our, our audience is. I'm sure this is you. Facebook wasn't working. And we had all these people email us going, my Facebook was hacked. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to figure it out so I can get back in. And we're like, nope, nope, not your problem. Not your fault. <laughs> yeah. So everybody was down. I know. So anyways, even with that little hiccup, it's still a fiery group and it is just so freaking awesome. Yeah. Anyways, Brad, did anyone send us a question? We did. Uh, somebody uh, apparently wanted me to talk more about cactuses because I'm I'm so excited about them. Yeah. So what is your favorite uh, cactus? Well, okay. So I just wanted to say we moved here with no cactuses. Correct. I think maybe we had one fake cactus that you brought that was sitting on the shelf forever. Oh. Yeah. That was the only cactus we moved here with. And today I fake cactus. Yeah, it was a I fake. I put it in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today I think that between cactus and succulents, I don't know. We have like fifty or seventy-five of them now. I'm like clearly um, I found something that that I should stop spending money on. <laughs> but I, I really am excited. We have uh, I'm making the cactus garden that would never happen in real life because it's cactuses from all over the world and in different climates and environments that need different types of watering and all the things. Um, he likes to make things difficult. <laughs> I um, do not. Okay. I like to make things beautiful. But also we have now <laughs> been to many cactus gardens. Yeah. We've been here. visiting cactus gardens. And I think we may be in over our head. I'm just going to say it here. I haven't said this to Brad. Some of these cactuses are really huge and they have lots of babies and they're not years old. And our agave is having so many babies. We're about to like just spread the babies around the garden. And it's well, that's why we have 50 or 75 because the agave have multiplied like, like pumpkins. Like it's hilarious. The ones that look like boobs. What are those ones called? <laughs> the booby ones, <laughs> the barrel cactus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have these barrel cactuses and I have been loving them since we moved to Las Vegas. Um, but they come very small at the store, like depressingly small. And, but all the small ones I've seen around the neighborhood seem like they're dying. And, but the big ones are just so big and they're exor- they're, they're like freaking fortunes, right. In a cactus. And we had this opportunity to like say yes to four. And he mentioned, he's like, Oh yeah, it's like a barrel cactus with like little babies on it. And I said, okay, that sounds so great. And then I came home after house shopping with my dad and these <laughs> barrels are the size of boulders. They come up to your knees. Yeah. So like, and, and I mean, probably 30 or 40 years old, uh, our guy brought us four of them. They're huge. Uh, it's amazing. 
Um, I definitely love those. I think, to be honest, my favorite uh, is the coral cactus. Really? I love it. I just think it's crazy. I think it, it, it looks like it belongs underwater. Uh, and I want it to be 16 inches wide because that's what it apparently can grow to. There has been some debate on if you are allowed to say cactuses or if you're supposed to say cacti. Uh, so for me, I looked it up and I just want to put this out there that apparently both are okay. Now we can have that argument slash conversation slash I'm just going to say cactuses anyway. So you say cactuses or you say cacti. I kind of use them interchangeably, but so, cactuses seems to roll off the tongue a little easier. I, I agree. I think cacti feels like it feels like I should be in a lab, but you know, what's really funny <laughs> is we had a massive debate in our own company because I had be it till you see it with the apostrophe and one L and it is not an apostrophe and one L. It's not until it's not, it's, until. it's uh, with the apostrophe T I L it's actually T I L L is actually a word. It's its own word. Who knew? And it's not a shortened, it's not like y'all. It's just, it's just its own thing. It's so, just till here we are in this podcast, <laughs> helping you figure out words, the English language. Like we do. Anyway, thanks for that listener question. Um, any chance I get to talk about cacti? Oh shoot. I went there. Uh, I'm in on that. Um, and, uh, if you're ever in, uh, in the neighborhood, make sure we know it. And I'm, I'm happy to if, show off our garden. If any of you know, Emily's garden show, I feel Emily's garden show. I feel like Brad just has hijacked a segment <laughs> of my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm called it's Brad's it. cactus show. <laughs> As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. So, on to Renee Dick. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Renee. Renee Dick is the person that you want on your team. She is willing to be the first to try it, break it, build it, be it, paving the way for others. That was she, like a song. Try it, break it, build it, print it. Da na na na. Has to be stronger. Da na na. Yeah, that's my favorite band. Oh, <laughs> that's Daft Punk. Oh, uh, paving the way for others. She is a mom who has changed her path from being an unhappy hairstylist to being a charismatic entrepreneur, helping others with repurposing content and social media marketing. You will literally laugh out loud at things she says, and you will totally fall in love with her. Uh, and I'm sure that anybody out there who is looking for social media help, uh, you, you know, contacting her would be really fun. Anyway, I'm not kidding. I, I, I listened to the episode um, twice and I was just laughing so hard. Uh, it's lovely. Yeah, it was all, I, it was a little, I re-listened to it and I laughed out loud because I had done some interviews so far from when they were actually like laid to like, cause when you launch a podcast, you have to do all these things. And I was like, who said that? Who's I talking to you? Who's I talking to? And when Brad was listening to this to produce it, he's like, you were talking to Karina. I was like, oh, that's right. And <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, when you, me, when you said, um, habit or, um, Hustle versus hassle. That yeah. was uh, that was the combo you had with Kareen. Kareen, uh, another podcast. Anyways, it's you can find that episode. It's titled "Don't Let Your Hustle Be a Hassle." Yes. Um. So, uh, that was episode twenty-seven. Yeah. 
Ah, we love her. Okay. So I had, there's so many things I love that she said, but I really, I had to go with the act now think later because y'all be it till you see it does not mean overthink it, micromanage it, debate whether or not you're able of doing it and then taking action. No, it is be it till you see is like, go for it. And then you'll have all this clarity and then you can decide what you want to do with what you just did. So I loved that. What about you? The, uh, the thing that it was interesting to listen to her talk about, she kind of skimmed over not living in your purpose at the beginning of the episode. And she said, look, we can, we can get into all that. But the reality is I just wasn't, and I wasn't happy. And she talked to the way she described herself. Uh, I found very, uh, relatable because she was talking about how she couldn't be happy for other people. She was just very negative all the time. Um, right. And she was just in this really this funk. And, um, the idea of living in your purpose, I don't know, like, here's the thing. She is clearly charismatic, right? And when you're negative about everything and you're charismatic, you will be in a position to inadvertently bring others down just by being you, right? Because you have that same power to bring others up by being you. And I'm so happy to, uh, have met Renee today now uh, when she's clearly living her purpose because she's just exuding joy and excitement about life than than before, you know. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm very similar. I have the propensity to be very dark. I have the propensity to affect oh. the room, right? Really change the vibe. And so I know that for me, when here's the thing, I used to say, I don't care what I do as long as it gets me paid. I literally used to say I would shovel shit from one corner of the room to another if it's going to pay my bills so I can go do the things that I want to do and I'll do it. I will I will make that happen. And I lived with that philosophy for the majority of my life. And so consequently, I was, you know, metaphorically shoveling shit from one corner to another for a very long time. And now that I'm doing something that I actually want to be doing that I enjoying doing that I know is affecting people in the way that I see as positive, right? It makes me so much happier. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, I think that the idea of living in your purpose, like it's hard to know if you don't know what your purpose is, which is a big fat question mark, you know, was for, uh, for a long time for me as well. If you're just going through the motions, if you're just doing life, you know, or your job or your gig or whatever it might be, you know, it's okay to go explore something else and begin to identify what you might want to be doing instead. Yeah. And that sometimes it's easier to not know, like to know what your purpose is not. So like, sorry. Oh yeah. I see. So if you, yeah. if you're like, say that I'm, again, say that again. Yeah. I said it out. I was like, that's not it. Um, <laughs> so that double negative didn't work. So if you are like, ah, oh, guys, I still, I get you. I want to live my purpose. How do I do that? If you don't know yet what your purpose is, which I think deep down you might, and it scares the fuck out of you, or you're just not sure you can see the big picture or how it's going to pay your bills or whatever you can. It's easy to know what your purpose is not. Right. So if you like have been selling houses and you're like, this just is, is not lighting my like fire shoveling shit from one right. house to another. <laughs> then you can, you can like go through all the things you do in a day and you can go, do I like any part of this? Oh, I really like talking to people. Cool. Now start put, signing yourself up for things where you talk to people 
And then you can start to go on the scale of like shoveling shit to this feels like a flow, you know, maybe, then, maybe you shift to ice cream instead. Yeah. 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 So anyways, <laughs> so that's just the help the people who like are not sure. I kind of fell into my purpose. I'm going to be really honest. Like I did not even know I could become a Pilates instructor. I had that limiting belief. And then the reason I coach people on business or that I have an online class is just because people ask me a question. They're like, Hey, how do you get so many new clients? Hey, do you think you could have online classes? And I got curious to go back to Tina Tang. And so maybe also now that I'm a verbal processor, maybe look at the questions people are asking you to do for them and see if any of those light your fire. Yeah. All Episode right. 31. What? Yeah, what? What? All right. So let's talk about all those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your conversation with Renee Dick? She said something that I wanted to, I agree with her. Uh, and I also uh, have gone down this path. And so I want to kind of put a, a boundary on it. An asterisk. Yeah. She said, say yes to all opportunities. And I think that that's great when you are getting the ball rolling and you're trying to figure out your purpose maybe, or find something new that you want to do or grow your business or whatever. Uh, but I want to, I want to say, comma, quit things fast when you see that they're not doing it or they're not serving you or they're not, you know, lighting your fire. Uh, yeah. because what ends up happening is I feel obligated to follow through with things that I have committed to whatever it might be, but maybe I shouldn't have actually committed to it in the first place. Right. So I think actually maybe a better way of saying this is say yes to the opportunity, but don't necessarily commit yet until you decide if that's like, you know, really the thing that you should be committing to, because otherwise you'll end up juggling 75 plates, stressing yourself out, not being effective at all. Um, believe you me, I'm, I've done this. I've lost friends because of this. Like this is a real possible thing where you just get well, so busy. That's definitely like it happens when you say yes and then you get down the path and you aren't honest early on that it's a no. Right. Then, yeah, friendships are like, oh, my gosh, you've been doing this for two years with me. Why have you been to me for two years about how much you want to do it? So um, I agree with that. I, I definitely love to say in the very beginning, I said yes to everything. And I totally agree. When you are new, when you are, she does the, you know, chapter one through five business owner. Yes. Cause you don't actually know what's going to work or not work for you and what you're going to like and not like. So just say yes to all that. But once you're past that chapter five, you know, something that I do is I say, yes, but can you send me the logistics? So I just double check with my calendar and my team. Cause I 100% double book myself. I don't want to do that. And that is really sure. fun. It doesn't mean I'm going to say no later on. So if you're listening to this and I say this to you, it's not like code for it's going to be a no. It's just, <laughs> it's a buffer. It's a buffer for me just to make sure a, the next day when I see those logistics, it's still a yes. And B, um, it aligns with everything. And then if it doesn't, I have like a, Hey, you know what? I'm so sorry. I, I really want to say yes to this, but the day of it doesn't work for me or the timing of it doesn't work for me. You know, I got asked to do something recently. I was like, Oh my God, this sounds amazing. And when I got the logistics back, I was like, Oh, I pictured something completely different. That's not their fault. That's my brain went like 10 steps ahead. Cause I'm a Diaz machine. And so thankfully I was able to say, you know what, this is actually not in alignment right now, but let's circle back. If you ever do it like this. 
Therefore, if people don't mind, people don't mind. Um, okay. Well, we just had our own be it act item on that one. That is like a little, <laughs> if you're talking about cactuses, it's like one of the babies. Yeah. Right. Out of that barrel cactus. <laughs> I wish they had a visual for them. Okay. My biggest takeaway is open all the doors in the hallway and then decide. I oh, really love that. This- I think I hijacked yours. <laughs> No. Well, I know, but what I was talking about is very similar. That's so funny. <laughs> Shoot others, guys. You- this is amazing visual, though. I'll tell you. She, she, you have to listen to this because she really did explain, like, you get into the hallway and you, there's all these doors and you're looking for the master suite. You're looking for this. And I was picturing, like, big windows that look over an Italian, like, I don't even know, winery. I don't even drink wine, but just, like, views, right? And I was just, I was just going down the hallway and I have these tools and it's true. Like, I think we, we talked about this in the podcast where it's like, if the door's locked, it's cause it's for a reason. There's another, it made me think of this book called the third door, which I would love to get that author on here. If any of you know him, (sighs) grab his, grab him. I want him. So, uh, but he has a book called the third door and it's all about like, you know, Lady Gaga, all these different people, how they made it. They didn't, they didn't walk Alex Benian. Yeah. So like the idea is that like, there's the line to get into the club that everyone stands in. And then there's the people who are VIP who walk up to the front of the line and they get in and people are in the line are like waiting to get in. But then there's the people who like go in through the window or go in through (laughs) the alley or like, yeah, they come in with the owner in the back. Yeah. Or they, or they got a job there and they were just singing at the bar. Right. Like, so there's a third door and a lot of these people that we admire, they didn't go through the first two doors. They went the third door. And so if a door is locked, it doesn't mean it's a no. It just means that that's not the door you go through. And so when she was doing this whole hallway thing, I was remembering that guy and I was just in this whole thing. And it's just like, oh, definitely open all the doors. But what I love that she said is open all the doors. She didn't say move into the room with the bunk beds. Right. <laughs> Try it on. For yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, like say yes to all opportunities is like peek your head into the room, it, the door and be like, is this the right room? Yeah. And then if it's not, you can be like, just kidding. Close. Yeah. Go to the next door. Right. Uh, I was in the way that I was envisioning it once she was describing it was the, everything was pink. The hallways pink. The doors are pink. There's just numbers on the doors. And like, the, it, it's like you're behind the set, like you're behind the scene, like the hallway itself isn't dressed up and fancy at all. And you're like, there's just a bunch of doors that all look the same. And you're like, open, you're like, oh, that's not the master suite. That's the jungle. Close. <laughs> open the next one. Oh, that's not the master suite. That's <laughs> yeah. We're in Jumanji now. <laughs> but seriously, um, I loved the way she described that um, uh, because it's, it really is a, uh, it's a great way to understand like, is this for me? Maybe not. Close. Next. Yeah, I think that there's an overall arcing theme in her um in her episode which is just like just like just do the thing. Like just get just get to the place. Just do the just open the door. Just say yes. And all of that is because we get in our own way when we're like, let me just stop and think about it. Like we start to think about the different failures we've had in the past and the different times we haven't fallen through with things, the different times that people said something not nice to us or whatever. And it's like, none of those things are actually happening in this thing. And so the faster you act and the faster you go through these things, the quicker you're able to get to the master suite, the quicker you're able to get to the place that's where your purpose is because you're not overthinking it and clouding it with stuff that didn't even happen in that situation. So anyway, I don't know, maybe that's not her purpose of that. No, I I think that's a, that's a great way to, to, to uh, describe it. Summon it. Yeah. It's a great way to wrap it up.
We're going to leave it there. All right. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful you're here. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending a DM on Instagram at the Beat Pod, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye now. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.